about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Book of Esther chapter 2 and verse 17. Esther chapter 2 and verse 17. And if they, probably if there's anyone up there, they can get it ready. Just get it ready. for Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. And I'm using the Message Bible. First Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. However, I will first use Esther. Esther 2.17, the Bible says, The king loved Esther more than all the, virgin, all the women. And she found favor and kindness with him, favor and kindness with him, more than all the virgins. Put me up a so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen. Let me quickly go over last week, for those of you who may not, who were not here. I said there's a difference between, between beauty and attractiveness. Beauty means having the qualities that are pleasant to the eyes. Uh, they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and that there are shades of beauty because another man's meat is another man's poison. I said you may not be able to do much with beauty, but you can work on being attractive because there's, some, there's no matter what you do with some people, that's just who you are. I can't go taller than I am and I can't go shorter than I am. So you may not be able to work on beauty, but you can work on attractiveness. Uh, most people, I said, focus on beauty and spend thousands of pounds on beauty products, food and gym. Uh, everyone seems to go vegan right now. I'm not sure. Vegan, technically, uh, I need to be careful what I say, but uh, just, just stick with the healthy heating. Don't go into the cultic aspect of it. You get what I'm saying? Just, just, just if, you want, if you don't want meat and fish and your planet, just Stay with that, you understand, it's just dietary. Every other thing that they're producing, bringing with it, stay away from it. Because there are other things they're introducing that's now taking it into a different realm. It's not good for you, trust me. You just stay with the food. If you want to eat plants alone, be my guest. Eat plants, bless God. Uh, for some of us that uh, haven't got enough faith like you, just leave us until we get there. Um... <laughs> but many people are spending money on that uh, and on beauty products just because they want to accentuate their beauty. But the Bible made it very clear in Proverbs 31.30, it says that charm is deceptive and beauty disappears, but a man who honors God, uh, the Lord, should be praised. Proverbs 11.22 says, as ring of gold in a swine's knot. Oh, wow. So is a so the Bible compared a beautiful woman to a ring in the snot of a swine. I, I hope you understand what a swine means. You understand? Uh, he says, So is a beautiful woman who is without discretion. Her lack of character, what? Mocks her beauty. 
Mm-hmm. So, at beauty is having the qualities that are pleasant to the eyes. Attractiveness is the ability to be appealing. If you're like many who hold the belief that physical appearance is the driving force behind attractiveness, you are wrong. While physical appearance plays a role, your thoughts and how you carry yourself is the most dominant power behind attractiveness. Now listen to me. Everybody can fail in the aspect of beauty. Making a decision based on beauty. Because in 1 Samuel 16, 7, the message, but God told Samuel, looks aren't or ain't everything. Did you see that? Is that something that you? Is this? But God said to Samuel, looks aren't everything. Don't be impressed with his look and stature. This is also regarded as a man. He's talking to him. He says, you man, don't look at this same man and be impressed by his looks. I've already eliminated him. God judges persons differently than humans do. Men and women look at the face. God looks into the heart. Meaning, God himself puts a demarcation between beauty and attractiveness, which deals with character. Are you following what I'm saying? So I started and I said, how do you become a more attractive person? Number one, I said, be unimpeachable. Be unimpeachable. Unimpeachable. I'm getting somewhere with that. And which, which means that people will always see you the way you see yourself. If you don't see yourself and carry yourself well, people will always see you like that. And you become impeachable. That means you're unattractive because you don't see yourself as being beauty created in the image of God. You don't have the confidence. You don't put value on yourself. You don't put a price on yourself. And I mentioned about that there are some products around, you understand, that never go on sale. Louis Vuitton never goes on sale. Rolex watches never go on sale. Classic Prada never goes on sale. You know why? Because they know that there's a demand for their quality. Are you following what I'm saying? So don't go on sale. Don't sell yourself to the highest bidder. Don't, 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 don't say, uh, buy one, get one free with your life. You start be unimpeachable. Be so valuable that they cannot impeach you. Uh, stop thinking that you're not attractive. Just be attractive. Make yourself attractive by taking on the right attitude. The second thing I said is be admirable. Be admirable. Be, uh, and I said, how do you do that? Take care of your body. Upgrade yourself. Be healthy in your eating. Exercise. Uh, I, I, I spoke about um, wear the right clothes. There are some clothes that are not meant for you to wear. Don't wear them. They didn't do your thighs. Just don't do it. Just don't wear them. Uh, it's told, 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 told men, you've got to smell good. You've got to look good. You've got to shave. You've got to be in good shape. You've got to do that. Because if you are not updated, you will soon be outdated. I'm, I'm, I'm rushing here. Now number three. I didn't speak. Number three. So the first thing we've spoken about is one, we said you need to be unimpeachable. Number two, you've got to be admirable. Number three, you've got to be hospitable. Aha. Uh-huh. First Peter chapter 4 and verse 9. It says, be hospitable to one another without complaints. Romans 
chapter 12 and verse 13 says, contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing. What did he say? Practicing hospitality. Listen to me, everyone. I'm not sitting here in a judgment seat. I'm trying to help you. You could ignore this, and many people are not here because they will ignore this. They think that is the amount of money and how much they do their hair or how much they buff up in the gym is what's going to help them. It will help them get somebody. It may not be a wife. It may not be a husband. It may just be a boyfriend. It may be something that won't last. Because if, if Samuel could make the mistake of nearly, nearly anointing the wrong person to be king based on looks... Many of us need more than this thing we're looking around. We really need God. It's a prophet. He didn't make the mistake for the first king. He was about to make the same mistake for the second king because he was looking like someone that looked like Saul. Like many of us, we leave a relationship, we're going into another relationship, and we're looking for the person that looked like the one we left. So that when we're walking down the street, the boyfriend that ghosted us or left us when they see the other guy you're going out with will feel jealous because this guy is better looking than the other guy better looking you're looking they see you're looking sooner or later you'll find out that is not the looks and you'll find another guy that maybe not as tall maybe not as bony but you mm, ah, ah, god are you going to downgrade me whereas god was trying to upgrade you to somebody after his own heart. Not a soul that God will leave behind and he will die early. So listen to me. The third thing is you've got to be hospitable. I've got to really get through this. Hospitality is important in attractiveness. Listen to me. What caught the attention of the servant of Abraham was Rebecca's hospitality, not her beauty. She married the richest here in the entire Mediterranean just based on her hospitality, not her beauty. Rebecca came out, met this guy, didn't know who this guy is. He says, can you just, can I, can you just draw water for me to drink? She said, no, I will not draw water for only you to drink, but I will also draw water for the camels and the donkeys and everything else. And she immediately immediately transported herself into wealth and immediately transported herself into the covenant of God which through her gave birth to the whole of Israel just based on that hospitality what what caused her to get married was not her beauty but her attractiveness <laughs> many of you that can't even wash the plates at home you can't, you, 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 you know you won't. You can't, can't watch the place at home. You can't. Your, 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 your parents are screaming and shouting. You can, even your own plates, you've left it there. Yeah, you've, the following day, you've ate another plate, you still put it there. And, and mold is coming out. Some of the plates is under the, you, it's, 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 it's a killer. David didn't marry Abigail based on her beauty. It was based on her character. Helping others, listen to me, with no thought for yourself 
has been shown to be the more, more attractive than good looks when it comes to looking for a long-term relationship. Helping others. I met my wife the first time I got myself attracted to her, apart from on the bus, you understand, was when people were having weddings and she was always cooking for people who were having weddings. Always. Every wedding I meet her, she's coordinating, she's a hostess, she's cooked food and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow, this, this, this is impressive. Well, most of the weddings. Because most of the weddings, I'm either the MC or the best man, no, no, or the son. And I'm always meeting her there. What are you doing here? Oh, it's my friend, I've just cooked for her. Why is everybody your friend? And then one day I invited her to come to her house. Six boys in, this, in one house. Six boys in one house. She walks into the house. And the next thing she's doing is she gets into the kitchen and she's cooking for the whole six of us while we're laughing and we're joking. Many of you. <laughs> will get there, sit in the sitting room and you'll be screaming and shouting. I'm not against women's liberation or feminism. I, I, carry on. Carry on. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, carry on. We'll see where it, it, it gets to. But, because many of you say, why, why should a woman be in the kitchen? She didn't have to be in the kitchen. She didn't have to be in, 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 in Peckham. She didn't have to be in the kitchen. But she came into the kitchen. We didn't leave her in the kitchen. We were all there. And the noise was going from the kitchen to the sitting room to the kitchen. But she was cooking. And when we finished, all of us, we wanted her to keep coming back. Be hospitable. Let me give you three ways to be hospitable. Number one, be sociable. This affects both men and women. Listen to me. Most people are reckless and unsociable. It's too young for you to be sitting in your house. They never go out, never host people. Selfish and afraid to host because they are lazy and can't cook. Many men likewise. The, many men, they're very domineering and socially bankrupt. You can't get them out to do anything. You can't even get them out to go and watch a film. They live a boring life and want to marry someone who they will bore to death. If that person, if that other person is outgoing, then they try to blackmail them into being a social recluse. Seriously. In this church, not worship temple, in worship tabernacle, I've seen a girl that was going out with a guy. I knew he was never going to walk. The guy was very outgoing and all that. She was just like very a recluse. Thinking that her staying away makes her have value. We all looked like, really? After a while, she was telling the guy, I don't like the way you dance. I don't like the way you... Yes. And the guy came to her and said, like a sack of potato. Drop her. She's not going to add anything to your life. Just simple. You want to come in and change a, a, something that may have be of benefit for your future. We want to marry you. You're boring. You want to marry you. You. It's as if I want to marry me. I never, I never used to go out. I like 
the only thing that makes me sociable is because I was in ministry. When I shut the door, I shut the door. My wife started to bring me out. In fact, when we got married, there was, she was, there was one party. She has a large family. I was like, hey. And then each time I'm going there, you know, in Africa, you have to keep frustrated. I said, you know, my back is hurting me. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> How to be hostage? You've got to be sociable. Number two, you've got to be joyful. Tap someone, say, be joyful. <laughs> Tap yourself if there's no one to say. <laughs> You're going to maintain a joyful attitude. And they say, not happiness, I mean joyful. Happiness is based on happenstance, things that are happening. Joyful is a spirit. When you're joyful, you become attractive. When you're happy because everything is going your way, you will become a grouch. You sooner or later will fall into depression. Because depression only comes for those who rely on being happy. Those who are able to defeat depression are those who have a joyful spirit. It is not what happens to me. It is the God I trust. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22 didn't say a happy heart. It says a joyful heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bone. Let me tell you, if you by mistake, listen to my word. If you by mistake marry your marriage may not last that long unless you change. If you're not hospitable. If you're not joyful. Trust me. You may think you you escaped. It still comes out if you do not know how to... What did the Bible say? The Bible says, practice hospitality. Ah! You got married and nobody else can come to your house. When your husband has the, the, the boys around... You, 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 you're up in the room. He has to entertain. In fact, he has to take permission from you before the boys can come around. Go with the girls. But you, 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 you're suddenly building a life that has no sociable stuff. You're not sociable. You're not joyful. And guys, if you're single, don't marry. I'm begging you. Don't do it. Because sooner or later, you're going to find yourself in serious trouble. They can't go out. Even you who is the guy, you can't allow her to go out. Where are you going? Eh, I don't, I mean, you're supposed to stay in the house. Hey, she's in the house. You're still not talking to her. Know from the beginning. If every time you see the guy and he's always talking about a problem, run. Oh, Pastor, but what, is it, what about building someone up? Well, if you have enough faith to go through it, but recognize that this is where you're going to. I knew that from the beginning. I wasn't looking for a girl. I wasn't looking for somebody who's hot. I was looking for somebody who has a joyful spirit. Because I knew where I was coming from. I needed someone who is calm. Someone who is not anxious. Someone who doesn't need to shout. Someone who doesn't need to fret. So he can calm me down. Combined with laughing. Smiling is one of the easiest way to radiate attractiveness. Huh? No one's coming to you because you never smile. And even if someone is coming to you to say hello, you're like, are you, are you, 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 what do you have to gain by that stone face? When you laugh, you radiate an inner beauty. You, 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 you allow people to come into your space. While it's possible to overdo it, 
Laughing is virtually always positive. Plus a sense of humor is alarming. One of the things that God us close is because she has a fantastic, wicked sense of humor. Don't be fooled by... Oh, get close to... Wicked sense of humor. One girl, one lady found that out very quickly in church. She was pregnant. I wasn't pregnant. Something like that. And, my, and she once said she likes black uh, yam. You know, it's from Africa. You know, when you roll is uh, yes, black yam. So they crush the yam and then you put it in hot water and then you make it and then you can eat it with different kinds of soup and all that. Okay, I was pregnant. One day my wife got this, she went, traveled, she got this, this, this black, they call it elubo, you said, put it inside a box, put it, wrapped it as a present, wrapped it again as a present, wrapped it again, and just gave it to her husband. And the lady drove all the way from church. She lives after Milton Kings. And she was happy, ah, Pastor Femi gave me a big present, it was massive. Until she started unwrapping it, said, wow, you know, as you keep unwrapping each one, there's this anticipation. And then she opened it and finally found out that it was... Uh, she called and said, what have you done to me? You know, especially when you now put it inside a, a bag that is a... Uh, what what, what a bag or something bag she put it inside. The person was expecting a bag. And she got a bag, but it was a bag of yam. <laughs> and I looked at her and said, wait, did you, how, how, how does someone sit down to think about this? It's it's a sense of humor. You don't. You don't smile. You don't crack jokes. Even if you crack jokes, the devil can't laugh at it. <laughs> but no one likes to be around the couch. You don't understand. When you smile, you connect with people who everyone around you. Do you know that the most successful people around are the ones that actually smile? A smile is contagious. Your smile will help others smile. Few things make you more resilient to life than a sense of humor. And you know what? Do you know how I can teach you to do something? Start making fun of yourself. You take yourself too serious. Number three, be open. People are not attracted to people who are closed off and inaccessible. Yeah, I just don't like anyone, any guy, any woman to just, just, just speak to me anyhow. Get a grip over yourself. How much money do you really earn? And then you pray, God, give me a husband. God, give me a wife. But no one can come near you. Even, even female to female, they can't say hello to you. Uh, in that church, everyone should know their place. What place are you? Where? You're soon about to be distinguished, extinguished. You know, before Esther was another woman, she, she wanted the king to know his place and she found herself displaced. Before you are displaced, find yourself in a good place. And many of you don't recognize who you're sitting beside. You know, we're all here, we just dress and we just come in, you know, this is not in Africa where by the time they dress, you will know where they come, the car they drive. You don't know who you're sitting with. That person you're sitting with can help you to your destiny. Be open. Be open to authentic relationship and watch the connection unfold. We are part of a human race. When you allow others to connect with you, you instantly become appealing. Be open. Be open. We cannot take you out for a cup of coffee. Is coffee going to kill you? Go there. 
see what the wise man will say or the fool. You will know. How would you know if you don't try? You come into church stone-faced. You leave church stone-faced. All I just do is I just want to worship God. I don't want to connect with anybody. It's foolish. Number four, be knowledgeable. We're talking about seven ways of being attractive. Whether you're married or not, be knowledgeable. Be knowledgeable. <laughs> Intelligence attracts. Hey! Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 1. I will give you scriptures. Who is like the wise man? Question mark. And who knows the interpretation of a matter? A man's wisdom illuminates his face and causes his torn face to be. There's something attractive of a mentally developed person. Mm. The queen of Sheba traveled miles because of Solomon's wisdom. Ignorance is the act of ignoring information, not the unavailability of information. Ignorance is ignoring information, not that it's not available. Ladies and gentlemen, be intellectual and informed about life. Know about economics. Know about religion. Know about politics. Don't, 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 don't be like Love Island where people don't even know where Spain is. That's what you're watching. You can't speak proper English. Many of the men F this, F in that, F this, because they can't speak English. But honestly, check them out. Tell them to construct a full sentence, and they can't. You're watching Love Island. They don't even know what is on the map. All they know is eyelashes and extensions and all that kind of stuff. Intellectually bankrupt. Most people are only knowledgeable of Afro-nation. Different dance, stars, beauty products. But after that, they are empty and lack productivity. That's all. Most people know. You ask them. They can sing any, any whiskey song, any Bonaboy song, any... And they know it from the beginning to the end. Ask them about what's happening about Brexit. What, 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 what is Brexit? You can't have an intellectual conversation. It is very unattractive. Very unattractive. Men, your biceps sometimes connotes stupidity. When we hear what comes out of your mouth. It really hurts when you see a beautiful face on an empty head. And then what comes out of their mouth? You see the seven pack, and then they start to talk. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing. And you're like, like, oh Lord God, why have you wasted such? I mean, they, some people need a head transplant. Some of them are so religious that nothing comes out of them. I'm blessed. We're sitting down. I want to get to know you. Ah, you know. Ah. I pray 
I've believed God. You know, God is the first and the most in my life. God, ah, ah. every time I just think about God, you, you know, the, God's loving kindness is new every morning. Shut up! I know, I know, I know about God. What, what, what about you? You can't, you can't construct a statement. Ladies, be honest with me. Have you ever been out with a guy that you're now sitting over the table and there's nothing to say? And you're looking at your watch and thinking, ha, ah, I wish my friend could just call me. Or you just text your friend and say, call me now, call me now. And then they call you, hey, really? If it happens, oh, I'll be with you in five seconds. And then tell, I'm, I'm really, I'm so sorry. I have to go. Something has really come up. And the guy says, ah, no worry. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay, I, I hope to see you. You see, his bicep is still stupid. He can't realize that the girl is running away. Man, guys, have you been out with a girl? And all they think... Uh, can I go to the toilet? They come back smelling different. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff. No. There's no knowledge. Nothing to share. Please, ladies and gentlemen, read. Develop your mentality. Because if you don't, you have nothing to say. Find out. Because when I'm going out with someone, we don't know each other. But what makes us keep coming back is the extensive conversations. You, have you ever been out with someone where you just keep talking and it goes from one thing to one thing? Not talking about your mom or your dad. I'm just, you're just talking about life, talking about, and you just enjoy the conversation. You will look past the ugliness or the beauty and you just find something that is attractive. But when you just go out, short skirt, high heels, the eyelashes long, everything okay. And then you sit there and you're like, oh Lord God, okay. And the guy's thinking, I'm going to pay for this. This is the most painful date I've been on. It's because there's nothing to say. Oh, I don't like talking. Learn to be sociable. Open your mouth. Start talking. Do you know how to learn it? Look into the mirror and talk to the mirror every day. Mirror, I like you. <laughs> Read, develop yourself mentally. Learn to be a great person. Learn to cook. Learn to take care of children. Learn and be knowledgeable of where you want to go. Many of us can't handle children. And that's where you want to go. Watch creative programs. Creative. Read things that will develop you and stop you from being an embarrassment to your spouse. Have you ever taken someone out on, on a, your, on a, with other friends and you're praying, please God, let her or him not say anything. <laughs> because when they open their mouth like that, you're, 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 you're about, the, 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 the ground is about to open. You're just like, God, let a lighting bulb just, just occur right now, just shut the person's mouth. Because they, they like to say rubbish. They do nothing. Okay. Let me give you a good example of moi. When I was dating my wife, she was into IT. Everywhere we go, they talk IT. They talk this, they talk this software, they talk, yeah, the only thing I know is Bible. So I'm there and I can't see anything. One day, remember, my IT career started like that. Everywhere we go, she was working for a Cooper's Library, Cooper's Library there, and it's called Pricewaterhouse there, you understand? The other guy was, and IT was just booming then, you understand? This was in the 1997, 98. 
I didn't even know how to move a mouse. They're talking Word and Excel. I have never used it in my entire life. I just write my budget by my hand. Nothing was moving. One day as we left the place, I looked at her and said, you know what? I'm going to learn this IT thing. Don't play with me. Don't joke with me. If I open my mouth, it's happening. She looked at me and said, eh, okay. Okay, became okay. I went on the journey. Got 400 pounds. One guy blessed me. Went to learn how to take care of computers. I've mentioned it before. When I was doing the commission, he was calling me, laughing at me, and Jidea Jobo Jobo. Jobo Jobo. not Jobo Jobo now. That was all I said. Just, all I wanted to do is that when you are talking with them, I want to talk. I want to be able to say something. And there was a place I didn't need to say anything. When I appear, they know I am. I'm there. I didn't need to say anything. Ah, when they ask him, when is he coming? I'm coming. He's just flying from Amsterdam, from Microsoft. I don't need to tell you. I'm in twice. <laughs> That's the only from a discussion of me. Like I, I also want to join into your discussion so we can talk. Ended me in Microsoft. I lie not. One day I can tell you the house we went to when we got out and what I just decided. I need to also know about this thing, and that was the end of it. You. Uh, why is it that when we go out you're always talking about your IT don't you know I don't know anything about it don't you think you ignore me don't you think get a grip of yourself and get into the thing learn it read a bit of things learn by observation get into a place you're about to eat you don't even know which cutlery to use And you didn't even try to look around and see which one they're using. You just pick the one in the middle. You go from outside, you go inside, you're going to be inside, outside. They put a different knife in there. And you're looking, what is this knife for? It's because you ordered steak. That's what the knife is there for. But you don't do anything. And you're using the main... The person is tapping you. Don't embarrass me. You're an embarrassment. It's knowledge. If they put you between the queen, in front of the queen, what are you going to do? You think it's your extensions that's going to sort out the whole issue. Choose your friends wisely. He who walks with the wise will become wise. Hang out with couples that you really admire. Go to, if you're going to be attractive, get there before you arrive there. And when I get there, I will know how to take care of children. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thank the Lord Jesus. I haven't offended you, ma'am. No. Uh. <laughs> Thank the Lord Jesus. My wife knew how to take care of children. And I did a teeny little bit. Would have been in trouble. Thank the Lord that she knew how to travel. She was the first person that took me to America. America. I haven't even gone to Glasgow. Oh, my days, I'm going to America. Can I, can I follow you? Should I get a visa? I've got a British passport. Why do I need a visa going to America? This is stupid. No knowledge. Nothing. I didn't travel. Didn't even go down to... And when we got married, she said, let's go to Rome. I followed that to Rome. You see, art. You know, some people are proud being foolish. She's been to Rome. 
She knows the areas around. And I was arguing with her where we should go. You see, and she was saying, I've been here before. Eh? Because we've been here before, doesn't mean you know where we're going. Look at the guy who hasn't been to Scotland. That they're trying to upgrade. Seriously. So everywhere we went, we went to Rome, we went to uh, Naples. We went, oh no, and she was just taking. I was proud that at least somebody was well-traveled. But not in debt too. Let me just put that there because some of you are going to go out of this place and start traveling the world. Be teachable. Listen to me. Because a person who is not growing is dying. You may know about relationships and marriage but until you know how to succeed in them you will still lack wisdom. You cannot succeed in what you don't understand. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Prepare yourself. Let me give some of you advice, especially the ladies. Let me give you an advice. Watch the news once a day. Either the early morning news, late news. Sit down and watch the news. It takes 30 minutes. Watch the news. Watch. So you know what is going on. Some of you get your information in church. Hey, really, did that happen? It happened. If I ask someone, what is coronavirus? Oh, it's, it's flu. Because nobody knows. Watch the news every single day. It's mandatory in our house to watch the news every single day. In fact, sometimes before I come to church, I watch the news on Sunday. Because ah, shouldn't you be praying and fasting? Hey, hey, what if something serious has happened and I'm walking in church and then I'm talking like, an, like, like a fool about something that has happened but I'm talking wrong about it? Do you get what I'm saying? Because I'm uninformed. I remember there was a Sunday when there was a tsunami. You understand? One pastor got into church and was just talking nonsense. Didn't say anything about the truth. I was sitting down. I was like, this guy doesn't even know what is going on around the world. You know, even just to mention it, that you realize there's a tsunami, you know, all this kind of... You know, just say something. The aunt teaches us to, that it is wise to prepare for the future than to prepare in the future. Don't get there before you, before you start preparing. So what was the last thing I said? Be knowledgeable. Then you become attractive. Number five, be profitable. Ha! Be profitable. Mm, here we go. This is going to be a bit rough, but it will help you. Be productive. Be an asset and not a liability. Buy your own property. Stay out of debt. Don't listen to your mom and dad. Hey, you're a woman. Don't buy your own property. You know, nobody will marry you. It's a lie. We're looking, men are looking for assets, not liability. Uh, I remember a guy who came to church, a woman, no, a woman who, who came to me and says, I don't know if this guy wants me just because of what I have or what I can do and all that. It was immigration stuff and all that kind of stuff. And maybe it's just for my, for my papers and all that kind of stuff. I looked at the guy and said, what, 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 what is wrong with you? Are you all right? And then when the guy came to see me, he says, I'm not sure if the girl thinks that I'm just going out with her because of her paper. I said, that's exactly why you're going out with her. You want to marry her 
you love her and you pray to God that God give me an asset. If I'm going to pray for God and I'm looking for someone to help me, you think I'll look for someone who is in the same position as I am? What I don't understand. I mean, we, 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 we just play games with God as if God is... Huh? When I'm praying, God bring me an asset. If I'm having an immigration, bring someone who would help me with where I'm going. Genuine love though. And then God brings you together and then you're like, eh, I'm not sure. After 21 years, they're still married. I told the guy, what do you think he was praying for? A liability. Someone they would deport both of you at the same time. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. Seriously, I really don't understand. What, what, what do you think he was praying for? So he met you, well, he should pray for problems. I don't understand, he's praying for solution. And here you are, to pray the solution. You have a choice, leave him or stay with him. But God is going to provide, God is going to give him the desires of his heart. Yeah, because he wasn't born here, it doesn't mean that he's now dead. Because you got the advantage. If you were in issues, who would you be praying for? So get, get, get a grip of yourself. Go and pray to God. Is he the one or is he not the one? Don't look at papers. And I told the guy, I said, if she doesn't like you, God will provide another one. If I will find you someone else. They're married. They, I, I, don't want to, I, I, I don't want to marry someone who is a waster. Someone goes out with you. And then you, you, you take her out. They swipe the first card, declined. Swipe the second card, declined. And you, the girl, doesn't have enough sense that it's time to leave. <laughs> and you just say, oh, don't worry, I, I, I'll pay for it. The baby says, sorry, it's not normally like that. He's in debt. He's maxed out. <laughs> what do you have to offer? Every woman should have something they're doing. And have something to offer so as to really be a help meet and not a liability or a parasite. Let me first deal with each woman and then I'll go to the men. Proverbs 13.4, Living Bible says, Lazy people want much but get little, while the diligent are prospering. Become more resourceful. Whether you make £60,000 per year, or £60,000 per month is irrelevant. What you do with your resources matter. Wastefulness is unattractive. Wastefulness, listen to me, is an unattractive trait because it betrays an undisciplined mind. Remember when my, when my wife and I were going out, she asked me, she said, oh, can, can I borrow her 10 pounds and all that kind? And I, with trepidation, gave her my card. Okay, hey, God help me. Three days after that, the card returned back to me. As she left, I couldn't wait for her to leave. I quickly went to my bank. Like, this, this is the guy overdrawn already, though. But at least I didn't want more liability upon my liability. I went in there and I was putting my card in. I was like, Jesus, have mercy. And he just showed 10 pounds was taken out. Ah, I said to myself, I've caught a jackpot right now. Ah! That was the day I knew I am financially safe. No, I would, I would have killed anyone who would want to take her from me. That day, I knew this woman, I will marry her. So, in 18 months, we got married. From me saying, I love you to marry. But I have to do it quick. Because sometimes when you waste time, someone else will take it from you. So you need to be quick and fast. So I was quick and fast. I knew from that day that I can trust this woman with money. 
You think life is all about the bag you're carrying. Every day you're going to the shopping mall. Gucci. Louis Vuitton. Prada. Which ones do we have also? Chanel. Chanel. He's Chanel. No house. Chanel. He spent 6,000 pounds on a Chanel bag. Now. Now. At this time. Where's your house? Hey, in that church, they're very fashionable. Are you stupid? Is that your business? <laughs> you are buying a 6,000 pounds Chanel. You're wearing a 12,000 pounds or 8,000 pounds and you do not have a property to your name. Tonight, by the name of the Almighty God, you will go and sell every single thing and you'll put it in an account. You will start to prosper with it. It's wastefulness. Nobody marries a Chanel bag. In fact, it produces fear to some guys. Like, is this the one I'm going to start to deal with? Now, I'm not saying there's some elements of joke there. But I want to know what you have. And then the guy starts going with you and we now sit down. Uh, I have not been good with my finances. Uh, you haven't been good. How much debt are you in? This is, I mean, £25,000. Oh, is that uh, your uh, school... Uh, or, Student loan. Oh no, apart from student loan. Ah. <laughs> and the guy is saying, I think we should sort out these finances. No, don't worry. I, 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 I'm on top of it. 25,000. Stay on top while I go away. You're not attractive. You're wasteful. And that's why many times people have problems. And it could also be the guy. People have problems when they get married because they feel it is my money. When you get married, it is our money. Take good care of your things. Be mindful of where your money goes on a monthly basis. Have a saving plan so that your money makes more money. Respect your resources and they will respect you back. Get a purpose for your life. The gift of a man will make room for him and bring him before great men. When you have purpose and you are not a wanderer, you become attractive. Want to be productive? What do you want to do? I really don't know. You don't know. You're 30. You don't know what you want to do. At 30. Okay. okay. If you don't know what to do, do something. I'm still waiting on God to show me. Do something. People say, marry potentials. Don't marry potentials. Don't marry potentials at all. Marry purpose. Don't marry potentials. Yes, I didn't, I didn't have money. I didn't wear good clothes when she met me. Yes, I did. But at least I had a house. I bought a house. Eh? Isn't it, babe? Two bedroom. Two bedroom house. Shared ownership. I couldn't, no shoe. Cream jacket with house. <laughs> I knew where I was going. I had purpose. Simple, simple discussion. No involvement in IT. It's, it's, it's in there. When someone has purpose, you have passion. And from there, from a simple discussion, an annoyance, I turned it into money. Serious money. When you are working in places like that, serious, serious money. So now that I'm a pastor, I'm not lying to you that oh, God called me, I had to leave wealth and all that alone to become a pastor. You know all those lies some people say? They were not doing anything. No serious money. 
from just a, an annoyance that I'm not involved in a discussion. Passion will always come out. And that's when they, you can look at the potentials. When you have purpose, you are not a wanderer. What do you want to do? Nothing. Girl, nothing. No, nothing in life. Nothing is showing. Oh, I, I'm an influencer. Where's the money? Purpose will release passion. It will release focus. Most girls dream to get married, have children, and raise grandchildren. Is that all? There are few things that are more attractive than a man who has found and is living his passion. A cynic would say that this is because the woman that he is trying to attract wants him to have good earning potentials. That's not true. I would argue that the majority of women would prefer to be partnered with a happy man than a rich man when one is in exclusion to the other. What I mean is that a man who is fully engaged in living his passion is more often than not a contented man. A woman would want to marry someone who is content, who, is, who knows where they're going. Somebody who knows exactly this is where I'm going and is pursuing it. Than just to marry someone who just talks vision. I know a guy in this church, he's no more here. Yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm doing this. Ah, I've got this business proposal, I've got this. Look man, go and work. Go and work. Oh, I have to, the person is no more here. So don't think that's it. I had made up my mind from the beginning of life not to work for anybody. Uh, so what are you doing now? You're hitting 29, you're hitting 30, you're hitting 31, you're hitting 32. Fine face, empty brain. And he's handsome, but completely out of work. So all of us that are working for someone, we don't know what we're doing. Do you know that God will never give you what is yours if you're not faithful in another man's business? Come on, guys. Wake up. Number six. This is not on my notes. I just put this in there today. Be dependable. Be dependable. Be dependable. Are you dependable? Men, are you self-sufficient? Do you call your mother at the slightest side of stress in your life? Unattractive men are men that are not dependable. Fear-ridden boys who blame others and shrink from responsibility every time the wind changes in their direction. I'm talking to men right now that don't have a backbone. Don't marry them. Don't go out with them. That every single thing they're calling their mother, they're calling their brothers, they're calling their sisters. You're, the, you're going out with a guy and their sister is calling you. Hey, you know my brother. You know you have to be patient with him. <laughs> Slap the relationship out of the place. Not the person. I said the relationship. An attractive man is a man who takes responsibility for everything in life. He's committed to the full ownership an attractive man is ready to accept full responsibility to engage in things as things start to change. What does he do? You walk into his house. The bulb has gone. First day, aren't you going to change it? Two weeks down the line, the bulb is still not changed. He's not a handyman. 
Do you call a handyman at the most simple basic things? Do you need to, someone to hold your hands in order to access your tears, your sadness, your grief? Uh, are you able to cook yourself a simple nutrient diet, simple meal? You can't. I'm sure talking to men. If you boil water, you will burn the house. Water, I know, you don't know how to boil. Egg, you don't know how to boil. If something goes wrong, you're looking at the wife or the girlfriend to change the bulb for you. Are you dependable? When someone looks at you, can they depend upon you? Women too, are you dependable? Are you <laughs> dependable? Gadobohosha. <laughs> ah, are you dependable? We're talking about women's liberation and feminism. You even that are shouting feminism, can you change a bulb? When you have a flat, are you crying? A flat tire. In fact, you, you didn't even realize that on your bank account you have uh, uh, a, a, a cover. You, 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 even don't know. you don't even know what number to press. You're just there and you're shaking like a leaf. You can't, shake, you can't change the tire. There are women who can change tires. I'm not saying you should change that, but at least find, have a number. Know what to do. But many of us are not dependent. And it's unattractive. Oh, please, can you come and I need to pack. The lady is asking, you want to marry the person? You want to go out with the person? You, even there's, there's, you don't even need to go out with the person. You just told the girl, oh, you, oh I'm packing. Oh, do you need help? Yeah. What time do you need help? Six o'clock. Okay, I'll be there. Seven o'clock. And you said, I will even help you get a van. 7 o'clock, you're not there. 8 o'clock, you switch off your phone. 9 o'clock. And then the following day, you call and you apologize. And then, her friend sees the guy and says, Oh, I like this guy. What do you think about the person? And that could have been your wife. But you have truncated it. Because you know what? It's words of mouth. You went to a party. You smoked. You chewed gum. You drank so much. And some guys were looking at you like, ooh, ooh. And then one day, one guy in church says, I like that girl. <laughs> you didn't know that your prayers have been truncated a long time ago while you were at the club shouting, dancing, and doing and twerking. Everything has, the, the day you were twerking, the day you were kissing your relationship and your whole life away. You didn't realize that because you're not dependable. Because you say you're a Christian, but you behave more worse than an unbeliever outside. I'm teaching you that this is not attractive. Even to an unbeliever, it is not attractive. And guys, let me, ladies, let me give you this for free. Guys like to watch that. You know, that affirmation and all that. They like to watch that, but they won't marry you. When I got into university, they told me, they said, two women you need, one who is your campus wife and one who, and the others you can just play with. So, so even unbelievers were telling me who was a believer, stoke unbeliever, that find a wife, those ones are the ones who are faithful, but then there are also ones you can play around with. Women, they, they're telling me that I can play around with this many. So even as you're dancing, as you're twerking, as you're doing this, as you're there, having a nice time, you, you, some of you don't realize that you're leaving images behind. And it's foolish men that look at foolish things. 
And if these same men that are looking at other groups, if they see their sister dancing, they'll take a gun. You, 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 I need to stand up for this. You are watching some other girl dance all around and you're laughing. Even You are even going to them. You're holding them, holding their backside, somebody else's sister. But you now see your sister. She didn't tell you she's coming. And then she's there and she's dancing and some guys are around her. Would you continue dancing? Can you see the thing? Can you see the foolishness that we're playing around with? Number four. Seven. seven. <laughs> can you give me five minutes so we can finish this? Uh, yeah, we are seven. Be reputable. 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 What do I mean by have honor? Don't come pretending. Be true to yourself. Don't speak in a way you don't believe in. Be honorable. Be reputable. Is this, is this the color of your skin? <laughs> is, this, is, this, is, this, is this the real you? Stop lying. Don't, 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 don't. Don't lie about your career. What are you doing? Oh, I'm an executive uh, uh, stuff. Where? Don't lie. When I met my wife, I didn't lie to her. In fact, I told her to come and meet me in the office. The office was on top of a, of a kebab shop. And you know that office has nothing to do with West End, neither is it in Canary Wharf. That's where I work. Like me or leave me? How much do you earn? 700 pounds a month. I won't lie. Don't lie about your salary. Don't lie about your home. Don't lie about your car. You borrowed the guy, your friend's car, to take her out. As soon as I get there, and I'm picking you up, I'm saying, girl, this is my friend's car. But I just want to honor you tonight to make sure that we don't take the tube. So, he just borrowed me your car. The, the, my friend, Lydie, borrowed me his car. And we were in the car. I said, it's not my car. But I think it would be easier for us to get to where we're going with this car. Just be honorable. Just be clear. So that the next time you're going out, you all know we're going to have a nice time on the tube. Don't, don't sketch a rosy image of yourself. Don't try to impress. Men are so bad about this. You know why? Because men are hunters. They will get you and they finish the hunting. They're looking for another, you are the trophy. They put you there and they're looking again for somewhere else to hunt. Because they're not honorable. Man, can I talk to men? I'm talking to men here and on tape. In fact, on Sunday, I may just sit down and play the tape again. Don't stop deceiving these women. Stop deceiving them around. Be honorable. Isaiah 32.8 says, But an honorable person acts honestly and stands firm for what is right. True life enjoys being an honest life. If you know you're not going to like her, don't, don't, don't take her on a journey. Don't go with her. Go with someone else and go with someone else and say, Pastor, there are three of them in front of me. 
I'll kick you out. They're not harems. They're not. They're not. They're not. These women are, are, are precious in the sight of God. Don't you just, just, just put them there and say this one mini mini maimo. No 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 no. Think about it. Would you want your sister to be placed like like on a trophy, like a runway, and then you cannot pick which one? You're telling God which one out of the three. You've taken three out. Presents from four. And you're looking at the fifth one in the band. Ah, there's something wrong with you. You now have a reputation in church of jumping from one person to another person. Come on. It's, no, it's, a, it's a lack of focus. And girls, stop encouraging these guys. True love enjoys living an honest life. I told my wife, I can't give you money. Not at that point in time. I can't give you anything. The only thing I will give you is peace. You will not need to look behind your back. You will not need to wonder where I am. That's the only thing for now I can promise you. I'm honorable. Not going out with one and keeping one in the house. Don't you think that's too much of a trouble for you guys sometimes? One guy was hiding his phone inside his shoe while he was taking his bath. What, what kind of life is this? Come on, stop being comfortable with lies. Come on, guys, let me address this. We'll play some clips, maybe on Sunday. What's the matter with you? You have a girl, you're watching naked women on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your stuff. What are you doing? They're calling you to task and you're angry. You still got the photo of the other girl, but you're engaged to this one. What's the matter? Eh, it's harmless. Stupid, it is harmful. But you will not want the girl to do like what you're doing. You're married, you leave home, you go out all night, you come back 4 a.m. Oh, I was with the boys. Are you, I've said I don't like to use the word stupid, but it's, it's a, but stupid people do stupid things. You want peace in your home. How is that possible? How is it that you, you see me in a club down the road, 3 a.m. on Sunday, dancing with another girl? Would you find me honorable? Come on. If you haven't dealt with your issues, don't go out with the person. Deal with your issues. Because God is watching you. And as God is watching you, he's saying, this person you're messing around is my child. And God can't answer your prayers. And it's not only guys. Even girls are getting worse now. Messy married women going out with married, married men. Because it makes it easier. Be honorable. A lot of people hide their true self by putting on a false persona. It is not attractive. Just be you. When you do this, you will only obstruct your true self. You will also create a false relationship. There's no reason to hide your false or pretend that they don't exist. They exist. Don't change to please him. He says, I don't like how you talk. I don't like how you walk. I don't even like how you smile. I say, so how, how, how do you want me to smile? Get a grip of your life. Did he create you? If he doesn't like how you talk, how you walk, when you fall sick, when you're married, where is he going? 
Don't let people manage you. Or they will get tired of managing you. Don't be in a relationship. Why right? I just manage, I'm not managing you. you. You think you will get somebody else better than me? Ah, he takes away the first to establish the second. You, you, you open your mouth, you human being. Scallywag. Open your mouth. You this, 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 this small, you know, rotten uh, thing in the sight of God. Telling someone that if I leave you, there's nobody who will marry you. Ah, you've already done a death sentence. You, would, you can die from that. When you're boasting against God, the maker. What's the matter with you? If I leave you, your life is finished. And here you are, oh, please don't leave me. Tell him, go. Tell her, go. I'd rather be with my God than be with someone who doesn't accept and appreciate what God is doing in my life. I told a guy recently who came to me. He says, uh, I've spoken to this girl. She says she's praying. I said, go and ask her if there's someone else on the scene. Just ask her, honorable. So is there someone else on the scene? He came back. He said, yes. So she's praying about both of you. Tell her that God told you through me that she's not the one. She's not praying. She's just comparing. And then she will take the best one. So if your flowers is five pounds and his is 30, you're out. The mother of the person is looking at you and finding how, what asset are you going to bring in? You that have just started work, you're on 25,000. Here's someone who comes in with a Range Rover. You're finished. So take yourself somewhere else. Leave the person. Pastor, did you pray about it? No. I'm prophesying about it. Thus says the Lord, run. It's a perverse thing to pursue pain. And he left. Happily married with a child now. Not marrying someone who they manage and the family also will manage you. Mama will go somewhere. The mother would say, hey, who are you? Where are you coming from? Who's your father? Who's your mother? I left the lady who I was in a relationship for seven years like that. The person say, who are you? Where are you coming from? Where, where, where? I'm like, uh, I'm just trying. I believe God. Uh. <laughs> After a while, I'm like, no one's going to manage me. Embrace your true qualities. Be real. Be open. Be willing. Watch your authentic um, relationships. And lastly, 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 I hope you're not bored. Lastly, last one is be preferable. Be preferable. What does that mean? Be the choice. Be better than others. Be anointed. Be excellent. Be superior. Be eligible. Be desirable. Be suitable. You know how I know that? The Bible made it very clear. He says in 1 Samuel chapter 10, 1 to 4, when Saul was anointed, he became attractive to the extent that people who did not notice him gave him things. When Samuel poured the oil on Saul's head and kissed saying, has God not anointed you? Has God not anointed you to be king? When you go back to the first scripture, you will find that the Bible says in Esther chapter 217, the king loved Esther more than all the women and she found favor. Be preferable. You know how you be preferable? Is let God anoint you. Everything else I've said will not work if you do not receive the anointing of God upon your life. The anointing of God. 
If you can help me put Psalm 45, if you can find Psalm 45, 7 to 12, I would like to, 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 to read that. Let the men and women, you need the anointing. He says, be the choice. Be better than... No. Say so no. You have to find the real scripture. Not that. Find the real scripture. This is not the scripture. Psalm 45. Just give me the New King James or something like that. When you find it. You, you be, be preferable. You know how Esther became preferable? Not because of her beauty, but because of the favor of God that was upon her life. You love righteousness and you hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you what? With the oil of what? Gladness more than your companions. Verse 8. Let's quickly read it. All your garments are sainted with myrrh and alloys and cashews. Out of the ivory places by which they have made you glad. Verse 9. Verse 9. King's daughters are amongst your honorable women. At your right hand stands the queen in gold from offer. Verse 10. Listen, O daughter. Consider and incline your ears. Forget your own, forget your own people also and your father's house. Keep going, verse 11. So the king will greatly desire your beauty. Forget what makes you. Forget your parents. Forget everything else. The king, because he is your Lord, worship him, verse 12. And the daughters of Ty will come with a gift. And the rich among the people will seek your favor. When God anoints you. The anointing will reduce your struggle and save your time. The anointing will shatter delay and bring restoration. Ruth was restored because there was an anointing upon her life. Songs of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 3. Your anointing oil are fragrant. Your name is perfumed, poured out. Therefore, the maidens love you. It's the anointing. Some of you will say, well, how did they get together? It is not beauty. It's just the anointing. It's when you pray before God. It's when you put yourself, prostrate before God. When you give your entire life to God, God will anoint you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit will put a unique smell upon you that you will stand out amongst the crowd. The anointing will emit an aroma. It will cause an attractiveness. It's called magnetized favor. When other people struggle to please someone, yours will become easy. Your muscles may give you a girlfriend, but your anointing of purpose will give you a wife and will promote your purpose. Your muscles can get you a Rebecca. It is your anointing that will get you a Leah. Your good looks may obtain a man or a woman, but it is the anointing that sustains it. Pray for the hand of God that the hand, than the handout of a man. Be preferable. Let the anointing rest upon you. Now, let me quickly say this. So there are nine, eight things I gave you. Be un, unimpeachable. Able, be admirable. Be hospitable. Be knowledgeable. Are you getting that? Be profitable. Be dependable. Be reputable and be preferable. Everything is predicated on able. You must be able to be hospitable, able to be reputable, able to be admirable, able. Everything is, we see the end note of all that is able. You have the ability to make progress. 
This is, I don't know how many I have now given you. Eight ways of becoming more attractive. The last one is the anointing of God. The hand of God upon your life. Because that's the one that will make you find the right person and not waste time with the wrong person. The anointing brought Esther. Favor is what brought Esther. And I'm praying to God that we will make our decisions based on what God is saying makes us attractive and not what we think makes us attractive. And on Sunday, if you were in church, we spoke about the woman. Let her be a woman of honor, a woman that stood not in the dressing alone, but in a heart that is peaceable, lovable. And that's what makes, you, makes the difference. Men, your muscle may get the woman and your muscle will waste away in the home when you marry the wrong person. Take it from me. I know. You will look at the gym and you will hate going to the gym when there is a contentious woman in your house which you know you got by muscle. You didn't pray. You just saw her. She fits what my profile. And God says, I have rejected the person. When he now wanted to anoint some, find someone he wanted to anoint, it was someone in the backside of the desert. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk. Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939. You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ. Archway, London. Thank you for listening.